What's up guys and happy Wednesday. It is Mindset Wednesday. You already know what time it is. So come on in. Let's go ahead and get started. And we're going to be talking some good stuff tonight. So I want you to know that tonight is definitely special because I have someone special that's going to be on our live tonight. And I feel like this conversation is definitely going to be packed with a lot of I think raw truth, a lot of um, personal experience and growth in just anyone who has been affected by this topic will understand and feel uh, what we're talking about today. So I want y'all to come on here and make sure that y'all send this out to a few peeps here. We're going to go ahead and get started here. Um, I already see my guest on, so I'm not going to waste no time. She is ready, so I'm ready too. Let's go ahead. Let me see if I accept it. Okay, accept. I just accepted it, so let's see. Let's see. Oh, all right. This thing always acts so crazy. It keeps coming through. There you go. There you go. Hello. Uh, hello. Hello. How are you? I'm doing well. And yourself? I am doing good. I'm so glad to have you on tonight. Um, I was just telling everybody, like, I feel like this is uh, one of those important lives uh, that is going to be very you know, truthful, raw, but also so good and so needed. Okay. And um, I want you, I know this is, is this your first time going live? Yes, it is. Ah! <laughs> and it's with me. So, y'all, I feel very special. So, um, I'm going to let our wonderful um, co-host for tonight introduce herself before we go ahead and get started. Okay, my name is Tawanda. I'm AJ, well, I call him AJ, but Johnny Douglas' mother, and I'm delighted to be here to be interviewed by the Rand Music, <laughs> my son-in-law. Yes, awesome. Thank you. And if y'all don't know who Johnny Douglas is, he is the Hungry Vegan. He is your vegan homeboy in the real, um, real estate field, so definitely that's who we have on the line, his wonderful mother here. And... um. I'm super excited, like she said, that's my mother-in-law, so, um, aka my girl, my best friend, you know, we, we like to, to get around and, and, and brag on Mr. Johnny a little bit and, you know, talk about him, but it's all love. Uh, but tonight, we are talking about mothering an LGBTQ plus child and how that was, you know, growing up in a world that, you know, you grew up in and also, you know, just becoming a mother. So before we even get into that, like... When you first found out that you were becoming a mother, what was that feeling? What was those thoughts that were going through your head? Well, <laughs> I was nervous, scared. Um, I thought I was being a little grown at the time, you know, thought that I was in love. But at the same time, I, it's a wonderful feeling just to be able to love someone and someone depend on you. So at the same time, I was very excited. So I was just like, hey, um, I'm going to have to hit the ground running, you know, and take care of this child by all means. 
Absolutely. And I know that had to be scary, you know, because you had never done something like this before. So when you were going through that process before he came, uh, did you have a village where you would talk to different women, whether that be, you know, friends who may have had kids or uh, mothers, aunt, anyone around just to get tips or motherly advice? The thing about that, um, I had people around but we just really talked about little general stuff, but never real good tips of, you know, hey, this is what you need to do when your child come along. Um, it was just almost like in my days, it was just like when the child was born, everybody just come in, then everybody started dishing out information and say before, like getting a book, reading it. Um, that's probably the most that I did. You like getting little magazines, especially just like when I go to the doctor, read the books that's in there while I'm waiting. But I really didn't have anyone to really give me advice on what to do when this child comes. Absolutely. So it sounds like they say, you know, when you become a parent or a mother, you really are winging it that first time because you're trying everything. Yes. What's wrong? What's right? Trying to figure it out. Yes, most definitely. Well, I hear that. I hear that. So, you know, here comes your baby. The baby is born now and, you know, you're raising the child. So, you know, how how is it, you know, raising someone that you now just gave life to? You're taking care of someone that you never had before. How was that transition from preparing to actually becoming a mother and actually having a child there with you? Well, I was always real nervous, like, um, because I didn't want to leave him anywhere with anyone thinking that someone possibly would harm him in some type of way because everyone does not love kids or love people in general. Yeah. So I, I have always been a protector, even just like growing up, I was always protected of my brother or my mom or, or whomever. Um, but at the same time, you know, you want to pour everything into the sun child. You want to be able to give them the world. Absolutely. So, it, it it was a it was a big difference, big difference. And you come to realize as well, um, as much as you want to give them, either if you didn't have everything already set up as planned as and savings and everything else, you would find real quick that it's hard to make all these sub dreams that you had for your kid happen. Yeah, well, that's 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 very true. And it's it's good to hear a parent say that because you know a lot of times parents don't say that so it's good to hear uh, a parent say that and I know it has to be tough and you want the best for them and sometimes you don't have the blueprint you're actually making the blueprint as you go so you know having uh that the opportunity to have grace on yourself through the process and I know probably years down the line you probably look back and was like you know I could have did this a little bit different I could have did that a little bit different but um do you feel like it was anything that maybe you regret that you didn't do more of or regret that you did too much of as a parent? Well, I, re I regret several things. Um, one of them is being so hard on my um, son. Um, they always call me the warden. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because if anything went wrong, I was going to be there and I was going to try to straighten out whatever it is, uh, you know, try to lead him in the right direction. But I wish I would have been more open with him and listen to him more, you know, instead of just asking him, how do you feel as far as when you wake up in the morning? Like, you know, if you're feeling good or feeling bad, I, I should have gotten a little deeper into, hey, how do you really feel? You know, share with me what went on 
with you throughout the day, not just what went on in the classroom. You know, I, I should have asked him more about his thoughts, uh, the times of him feeling sad, because I just look at simple fight with myself, you know, he's human. He was human, uh, is human, just like I am. And I had my good days and my bad days and wish at times that people would actually listen to me. So I just feel like if he had more of an outlet, mm. um, I think a lot of different things would have been a little different um, for him. So Yeah, I, I, I definitely understand that. And I feel like um, I can relate to that a lot, too, because my mom had those conversations with me as well. You know, she you know, she told me that, that, hey, you know, I tried different things, but I could have handled it a little bit better. You know, as far as for that communication, asking about you or, you know, different things of that nature that you just um, explained when you were just talking there. So I feel like a lot of times it's good as a reflection to see, like kind of reflect back on where you came and the progress um, you've made, because a lot of times we stay stuck in, you know, well, I did this back then and I did this back then, but we never acknowledge the growth that we have had since then. So um, to hear you say that, that, that shows that you acknowledge different things there and that's the growth. And I kind of want to slide into the conversation of what is at hand. So, you know, how was it for you finding out, you know, when, when he came out to you that, you know, he was LGBT, you know, he was, he was gay. He, he was someone that, for most Americans, is not normal or is not the norm? Well, at first, well, I, well, let me go back. I'll say throughout the years, like with him coming up uh, as a young kid, um, you know, I saw different little things that we would actually say that the the boy um, is feminine mm -hmm. or so. Um, so at the same time, I know his dad used to always say because he was always around me. He was always around females. He was around his godmother um, a lot. But at the same time, you know, I was just like, hey, maybe he's just going through a little phase because some little boys go through it. Well, fast forward, when he started coming up in uh, middle school, I'm always been off on a female. Like if it was a little girl that liked him, so I'll have him to buy uh, flowers or so to try to um take this little girl out and treat him how to be a gentleman to a female. Then when it came up to high school, it was a teacher that told me. So it was just almost like, okay, I kind of had a feeling, but for you to kind of confirm that, you know, it kind of like hit me hard. And at that point in time, I'm, I'm to the point like, well, you know, why didn't you tell me or so, or either I'm sticking around trying to find out different things that um, he should have told me. And when he finally came com uh, completely out, I was, I was against it, to be honest with you. Um, because the first thing I thought about is when I was growing up, how they used to always laugh and pick at the kids, you know, call them gay. Even though I had friends that was gay, I have a best friend that's um, gay that's in um, Atlanta right now um, that's married to a woman. But I never looked at them differently. And it's different when it actually comes in your household. You know, now you're just like, okay, wait a minute. I can't tell this person. I can't tell that person because you end up in here, your different friends or your family and stuff talking about gays. Either they was calling them sissies back then or either call them faggots or so. 
And my first thing is, hey, I'm going to protect mine. Mm-hmm. I'm going to protect my child. So it's a lot of people that I was around. I used to hear the conversations of what they would say. I was like, no, I can't tell this person. No, I can't tell that person. Mm-hmm. You know, it's different ones that I wouldn't tell because I know me. And I know if they would have said anything, you know, out of the way about my child, then I would have been on. Right. Okay, bottom line. <laughs> so at the, at the same time, it, it really hit me. But then I started thinking about it because my one of my best uh, friends, um, that's Auntie Nikki, <laughs> she got hey, on my Auntie. butt about it. Um, my cousin Keita got on me. You know, different ones was just like, hey, you know, like this is your child. And I was just like, yeah, this is my child. I never stopped loving him at all. But at the same time, I, I had so much fear of someone physically hurting him. Mm-hmm. And that was, that was big for me. It was very stressful, but at the same time, when I started getting more involved in um, different things that he was doing, and I, of course, I want to meet whoever he was going to spend time with <laughs> and everything. And of course, it was you. <laughs> and, so, and, you know, and I've been enjoying it, you know, ever since, but at the same time, I had to look at it that I cannot base it, base, um, my love on my personal preference or mm-hmm. uh, uh, judge him according to what somebody else actually think, you mm-hmm. know, because my, my love is unconditional for my child. It shouldn't be up under certain conditions. So I, I, I just, you know, I just feel good, especially when I finally let it out and let people know, even I, I didn't really care anymore how people felt, you know, I tell them, yeah, my son is married to a man, you know, and so if I, I have a son-in-law or so it, I just feel so free and I just feel so much better after I let everything out. Right. So, and, and, you know, yeah. it's, it's good to hear because a lot of times it, it on, on the opposite end, you know, those who are in the LGBT community, we sometimes bash our parents and stuff like that because, you know, just how they may have treated us at that time or at different times in our life. And we, let's be honest, some, some parents, not all, but some parents are definitely out there. They did some crazy stuff. But like you said, you know, it was the fear. It was not knowing, not really being educated. Some, it, it's religion. You know, they look at everything in society and say that a man is supposed to be this or a woman is supposed to be this. Like it, it would be crazy if you if we actually grew up seeing real men who were who were comfortable with their sexuality and who knew who they was but was okay with showing emotions. Yes, I am a heterosexual man. I, I, I am a straight man, but it's okay to let my son or my nephew see me cry. It's okay to tell them I love them, give them a hug, embrace them. That would be so different for a lot of us, especially in the black community, because I feel like with other races they have it bad, but the black community is a little bit different. Even when it comes to the black gay community, it's different within our own community. So it's just, you know, having that that representation at a young age is definitely good. But like you said, you know, you had to just grow and really free yourself because you were holding on to what you said as fear of being hurt. And you didn't know that you were actually being biased because you had yes. a best friend who was gay, but like you said, it, it hits different when it's home, you know? 
it's different. It's completely different, completely different. And because, you know, even though just like say, for instance, with my good friend, if we're out somewhere, I wouldn't let anyone harm her or anything. But at the same time, it's still a difference when it comes to your child. Mm-hmm. You know, you want to do everything. And, you know, I, I play the blame game. You know, maybe I should have did this. Maybe I should have did that. Like most you know, parents. And maybe he wouldn't have been gay or, or so. But it's not all about that. And, you know, and, and I, I just, just like you said um, a few moments ago about educating, mm-hmm. you know, I had to educate myself on a, a lot and you guys have helped me out. And so it's, it's, it's been a ride. It's been a ride. But at the same time, at the end, I just feel, you know, so relieved. So relieved. So. Perfect. And and that's, you know, that's, that's what it's all about. It's all about just experiencing life and getting the most out of it and learning from it. I feel like if you ever say that you know everything and you don't need to learn anything else, then maybe you don't need to be on earth anymore because you're going to be learning stuff until the day God calls you home. This is true. This is true. So this is true. You definitely have to keep opening. Oh, go ahead. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, you know, I'm just so proud of my um, son, you know, here it is. Like you were um, asking before, you know, the different things that you possibly actually plan for your kid, you know, have, you know, oh, I want him to be a doctor. I want him to be this. I want him to be that. My thing is, I just wanted him to be safe. I want him to be free. I want him to be successful, you know, which he have been all of that, you know, um, just like with him doing um, the real estate. Um, being a hungry vegan, you know, working a job, able to marry someone as wonderful as you, you know, it, it just brings a lot out of it. He's a go-getter. He's always going. So my thing is for, for me to actually set the premise of saying, oh, I prefer him to be with a woman. It doesn't mean that he was going to be successful, you know. How about him just being happy? Mm-hmm. That's all that I want for him, you know, yes. to be happy. If he's happy, I'm happy. Right. And I think that's the main thing is just the happiness part because a lot of times our parents want to put on us what they couldn't do or what they didn't do and they wanted to do but now they can't feel like they can't do it anymore so they're pushing that on us and it it feels good to hear you know another mother a black mother say you know at the end of the day I just want my child to be happy and that's what I wanted and happiness is true happiness not happiness with conditions or love with conditions you have to be able to be like you know what if you're happy or if you're in love then i i support that too even if it's a little bit uncomfortable because you know on the flip side of things nobody ever says okay let me be upfront i want to come out i'm straight Nobody ever says that. And no, nobody ever second guesses it or, you know, has that conversation. But if it's the other way around, the world is coming to an end. So, you know, I really feel like it's a, a, a lot of um, experience and growth and definitely soul seeking that has to go on with today's society. But it really just starts home. And when you have that opportunity to experience what you've experienced through life and learn and, and change different thoughts, you know, it's good to share that. And I feel like you do that all the time. Anytime that you come around people or you introduce, you you let people know up front, this is my son or this is who he's with. Yeah. You know, he is he is gay. And, and, and if you got a problem with it, it, it's going to be a problem with me. So, you know, <laughs> I, I love that about you. I love it about you. Hey, most most definitely, you know, it's definitely going to be a problem. <laughs> so at the same time, you know, I just want people to be around us that want to be around us. Right. You know, 
um, because the people just around and, you know, and they criticize and everything, they don't need to be there. You know, we don't want them to be there. Absolutely. You know, so at the same time, you know, I love you guys and I, I wouldn't have it no other way. Absolutely. Know? I feel like we miss out on the best people when we have that 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 blinder on um, when it comes to anything, not just, you know, sexual orientation, but just race or um, any kind of bias that we have towards people, when we don't go in with an open heart and just, you know, meet a person for who they are, we meet, I mean, we miss out on some of the, the best people that can actually be beneficial for you. You may not even know that you needed a friend or maybe a brother or something like that before, but because you took those blinders off, now you have it. Or because you didn't take that blinding off, you missed out on that opportunity of having a friend or a brother or sister for life. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Whew, that was yeah. good. That was good. Thank you so much for sharing. Because I know sometimes that's not easy, especially as a parent, you know, admitting what you, you know, did and, you know, how you did it and your thoughts, but just also admitting the growth that you made as well. So I want to ask you for any parent or any caregiver that is going through a situation like that where they have a child where they either see the signs or their child knows who they are and they tell them and they're struggling with that, what what is something that you would say to them? Well, I would tell them, um, first of all, to be open and embrace your kids. Don't dismiss them uh, because it's very important for you to be, be an anchor for them. Mm-hmm. It's very important. And, you know, um, once you be that anchor, you know, it's key to a lot of different things that help those kids in many different ways, you know, especially mentally, because mm-hmm. it's enough that they're trying to deal with and struggle with in its own uh, world within itself. So, you know, embrace them. Don't dismiss them. I love it embrace them don't dismiss them so that's the word guys make sure you take that i know our time is winding up so before we go before we go i want to just ask you one um one of two last things so after you know finally hearing your son tell you and going through the years um what do you say uh makes you a better mother now than what you were let's say 10 or 20 years ago what makes me better now is because I finally listened to him. I, I, he finally had a voice when he didn't have a voice before in the house. Mm. Um, I finally listened to him and he can come and talk to me about anything now. And I will actually close my mouth, believe it or not. <laughs> I close my mouth <laughs> and I actually listen and I think on it and then I will reply. But other than that, you know, I, I just I just feel like it makes me a, a better person as well because I'm I'm willing to listen before I wasn't willing to listen. So that's my growth. That's my growth. Wow. So just doing that just for being a mother made you a better person in life and communicating because now you said you just listen first and you analyze and think about the different things. And a lot of times that's hard for us to, to do. And as humans, I'll be quick to say that sometimes I have to um, swallow my words sometimes or, or Johnny may have to say now we was working on that, you know, or, you know, yeah. whoever it is that knows I'm working. And that's why I like to be transparent with Mindset Wednesday, because I don't have all the answers. I'm not perfect nowhere. I'm I'm a work in progress. We all are. Yeah. So, you know, yes. definitely hearing that, you know, it, it's a beautiful thing. So. Uh, if you can leave a thought, a last thought with anybody that's on the live now, 
listening to the podcast or that's going to hear this live later, what would it be? You say if I can leave a thought? Yes, if you can leave a thought, anything with the people that's listening, what would it be? Well, um, like I stated um, before, just um, be open-minded. Be open-minded. Of course, we're going to give all praises to God first and foremost, but, you know, just be open um, with your uh, kids. You know, be open to a lot of different things in life. You know, God will lead you in the right direction when it comes down to it. So um, just, just being open. Just being open and a better listener. I love it. And I want to just pick up off of what you just said. God will lead you. So many times people claim to be, um, you know, this and that Christians or whatever it is, or I'm a believer of Christ, but they don't let God lead them. They throw God out of the picture and that's when the flesh comes in. So I love that. Let God lead you. And I feel like that's something that we all have to do in every aspect of life. I feel like we'll be much better um, people at, at, at the end of the day. Yes, most definitely. Awesome. Well, listen, I want to thank you so much for coming up here and being vulnerable and open to have this live with us. Uh, I I truly appreciate it. I know we kind of got in a little bit of y'all business a little bit, but I feel like it was really good for people who need to hear that maybe who haven't come to that relationship yet with their parents or maybe still struggling to tell someone. But I really appreciate that. And I appreciate you. Yeah, I appreciate you even interviewing. I was very nervous. (laughs) You did great. (laughs) Very nervous. But at the same time, um, believe it or not, you know, sometimes I need to talk to someone as well. You know, it's just almost like therapy. You know, sometimes you you just want the world to know, you know, that, hey, I have a child. I'm proud of him. I love him. You know, despite what you all may say, um, uh, you know, what you see. But at the same time, you know, I, I stand on a mountain and shout it out, you know. Aww. But I love you guys. We love you, too. I know he is probably in there, probably either crying or laughing, whatever, smiling his teeth out. But um, <laughs> we appreciate you so much. And, guys, um, I know you're not on uh what is this? Uh, Instagram. I can't even think. I was about to say TikTok. I know you're not on Instagram much, but guys, go ahead and follow Miss um, Salanda on here. Mama T is what I call her, but go ahead and follow her. And if you're new to my page, make sure that you come here every Wednesday. We have beautiful conversations just like this. And we just talk about life. We just talk about different situations there. Uh, you don't want to miss next week because next week is going to be great. So like I always say, be true to yourself. Show grace and mercy to yourself. And on that note, Ramuzi is out. Have a good night, y'all. Mama T, I love you. And I'll be talking to you good soon. Night, you too. Good night. All right, y'all. Bye, everyone.